Hello, readers and writers. I am Anthony L. Manna, also known as Professor Grandpa Tonio, the book guy and the writing guy. And today, it is my great pleasure to introduce you to a person many parents, children, and teens go to when they are feeling stressed, anxious, angry, and not very happy about themselves. My guest is Lori Light, the founder of Stress-Free Kids and a pioneer in the field of stress management for kids and teens. Lori has created an award-winning line of picture books, CDs, and lesson plans designed to help children, teens, and parents decrease stress, lower anxiety, control anger, and build self-esteem. Her delightful and down-to-earth practical books for nurturing stress-free kids include A Boy and a Bear, and A Boy and a Turtle, Bubble Riding. Oh, Bubble Riding, what a great relaxing ride bubble riding is through an ocean. And Angry Octopus, Can Anyone Make Octopus Happy Again? By the way, many of her books are available in English and Spanish. I know you're going to love listening to the soothing stress management stories in Lori's Indigo Dream CD series. She is also the author of a very popular and very useful book for parents titled Stress-Free Kids, A Guide to Helping Build Self-Esteem, Manage Stress, and Reduce Anxiety in Children. A book, by the way, I wish I had, when I was raising my son, I would have been a lot wiser as a single parent. It's a book I'm sending to my son, a single parent of two boys, my very special grandsons. Welcome, Lori. I'm delighted to be talking with you today about your life as a writer and a professional dedicated to improving the well-being of kids, tweens, and teens and their parents. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Anthony. What a lovely introduction. You couldn't have made an author happier than to say you were sending, sending my book to your son. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, he's, um, you know, he's in the throes of a 17-year-old and a 12-year-old. And, and boy, what a responsibility that is. Mm -hmm. I remember those days well. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know from, from reading from reading your story, I understand that. You speaking of story, you tell a fascinating story about a family challenge that sparked your passion for motivating parents to help their children manage stress and other mental and physical conditions. Can you please spare your story with our listeners? Sure. So as a young mom, um, I had two children at the time, uh, two years apart, and my son was very active. Uh, he was walking at the age of nine months and he was actually jumping out of his crib at 10 months old. In the middle of the night, he would jump out of his crib and you'd hear those little feet pitter patter down the hall. Um, <laughs> and I've actually only met uh, maybe one or two other people that have ever had that experience at such a young age. He was diagnosed with ADHD at a very young age. And every night it took us two hours to put him to sleep. My husband and I would alternate whose turn it was to put him to sleep because it was such an exhausting experience. 
exhausting for us where we wanted to fall asleep, but two hours for him to calm down, to settle to sleep. So I was very stressed out. Uh, the whole house was very stressed out from the experience. And uh, the stress actually started to make me become sick. I lost a ton of weight. I was having, I won't bore the listeners, but a lot of other stress-related symptoms. And a relative of mine actually had what she called an intervention. Uh, She picked me up at the airport one day, put me in the car and said, instead of going where you think we're going, we are going to my yoga, my yoga teacher, and she's going to teach you how to handle some stress. So that's what we did. And she taught me to do some breathing techniques and how to use positive statements. When I came home, I first was using the techniques with myself and I immediately started to feel better. And one night while it was my turn to settle my son down to sleep, I began to wonder what would happen if I actually got my child to do these same techniques that were working so well for me, if I got him to do them, would he be able to fall asleep more quickly than he is now? And in that moment, I made up a story that was called A Boy and a Bear. And it was basically about a boy and a bear climbing a mountain together and breathing together, doing a technique called belly breathing. And my son magically followed along and fell asleep. Wow. So now you have to imagine, this is a, every single night, a two-hour kind of active time of trying to settle him down. So my husband, Rick, who you know very well, Rick Light, he noticed how quiet it was in the room. And so he came down the hall and was listening outside of, from, of, outside of the door, and he heard me telling the story. And when I came out of the room, he said, Lori, you need to go write that story down this minute. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I'm telling you, Lori, please write the story down. That story can help thousands of children and parents. Mm -hmm. So I did. I wrote the story down. And back in the day, you had to... (laughs) You had to print it out and mail it with a self-returned address and everything to the publishers. And I mailed it out. And I actually got published. And that was the beginning of my career. So interestingly enough, it wasn't something I planned. It just happened organically. Wonderful. I mean, it's, it's what a beautiful story that is because I mean, it showed, you know, not only the fact that you had the confidence to come back there and try something new and that it worked so beautifully for you. And I'm so happy to hear, and I think our listeners will be happy to hear that very personal way of, you know, not giving up you know, and, uh, and actually, you know, striving to find some, something, some door that would open. And that's exactly what you did. I think it's a marvelous story. And speaking of your books, a, a very significant feature of your stress-free kids programs are your illustrated books for children like A Boy and a Turtle, Bubble Riding, I love that title, <laughs> and An Angry Octopus. Your books offer a unique combination of story and guidance. As an author, what do you hope children will discover while reading your books? And I should probably also say, 
parents as well and you know anybody else involved mm -hmm. well yes um very often the the parents that are reading the the story to the children typically at bedtime they are also experiencing the technique that the child is experiencing so whether you want to or not you are getting the benefit of an actual relaxation technique so these techniques have been around forever what what i brought to the table was being able to incorporate a technique into a storytelling format so that children could actually learn a technique that adults are told to do and you know like cognitive behavior therapists they are taught to teach children stress management techniques and a lot of people are told to do that but they were never given the vehicle or the platform to make it easy um, i wrote my first book 25 years ago and it really was i believe the first of its of its kind that made it easy to just read a story and let the characters and the words in the story do the work for you and the teaching for you so even a parent that has zero experience with stress management or using any technique they can read the story and voila it's done for them so that's the beauty of the stories and the stories themselves are very relaxing. You, you keep mentioning bubble riding. This really is a beautiful story of a sea child and a turtle going for a ride in a bubble from the bottom of the ocean up to the top. And what they're doing is experiencing a visualization, which is a standard technique for relaxation, a visualization of filling their bodies with the various colors of the rainbow and not only their bodies but their whole bubble so it's a very by the time you get to the top of their heads uh, most children have fallen asleep already so it's so the three the books each story offers a different technique so we already mentioned visualizing there's also use of positive statements or affirmations there's another story that uses breathing, which is Seattle Cove and a boy and a bear. And then there's progressive muscle relaxation, which also incorporates some breathing in angry octopus. And for younger children, the goodnight caterpillar. So there's two age groups. The shorter stories are for, for younger or shorter attention spans. And then the longer ones with the ocean theme that you mentioned are a little more wordy uh, for longer attention spans, but really, you can leave sentences out and words out for to adjust to your child. That's wonderful. Now, when you're writing, uh, are you also, are you with a writing group or are you getting feedback or are you doing, you know, extensive editing or, you know, how do, how, what about your process as a writer? My process as a writer for the children's books is that every time that I experienced a new technique, uh, because after I learned the breathing and the positive, station, uh, positive statements, I started going to meditation classes. And we would always do a technique to prepare ourselves, our mind and our bodies, to calm them down so that you can then pursue different levels of meditation. And as soon as I would experience the technique, my brain would sort of switch into how do I, how do I tell this to a child? Mm. And I would then spend the next whatever amount of time, weeks or months just processing that 
a lot. So a lot of my process was in, in my head and then I would try it out with my children. And then after, by the time I sat down to write it, it was almost fully written for me already. And then it was just the process of putting it on paper. Wonderful. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I like hearing that because I think that every writer has unique ways of going about this process, you know, and I think that every time I hear another writer, I think, oh, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, even though, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a very labored writer, you know, and it takes mm-hmm. me a lot of time, you know, and, but at the same time, it's, you know, I have to, I have to forgive myself for that. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the ways that I do that, to tell you the truth, is that I meditate. And I've been meditate. I've been learning meditation. I feel like I'm a, a student of meditation because there's so much to learn, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so that that's very helpful to me. And it does it does help writers. I'm glad people are hearing this because sometimes meditation is sort of as very exotic, um, you know, or otherworldly. And actually, it's very concrete and can help us so much. Um, right. And and what I did with so like my stories do not teach meditation and that was very important especially when i first started this 25 years ago um it meditation and mindfulness wasn't as mainstream as it is now and i wanted my stories to be able to be accepted in schools which meditation even now is not often accepted in schools. So I wanted it to be very mainstream. And so that schools, psychologists, doctors, therapists, cognitive behavior therapists, play therapists, you name it. I wanted parents of any background and faith. I wanted to make it accessible Mm -hmm. to everybody. And so if you, when you read my stories, you'll notice there is no mention of any words or concepts that could cause controversy. And it's just very, they are actual stress management techniques. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I know that now from having read practically every one of them and it's the way you incorporate that is, is very artful. Uh, in so many ways, because I mean, you don't, you don't have to stumble upon it, you know, because the word accessibility is right there on, you know, right on the forefront of the whole project. Mm -hmm. So tell us about your Indigo Dream CD series. I'm sure listeners are going to want to know about this, which includes audios you created for a wide range of listeners from young children to adults. What motivated you to launch that series and what can your followers gain from listening to the CDs? So the CDs are also available as downloads. Just visit stressfreekids.com and you can, you can download and start listening to the the, uh, tracks immediately because you know, not a lot of people using CDs anymore, (laughs) (laughs) but um, again, I've been doing this a long time. So, well, When I had my first four stories, I started to hear feedback from parents about how how they are falling asleep while reading the stories, which is kind of funny if you think about it, because most most authors do not want to hear that their audience (laughs) is falling asleep, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's a riot. (laughs) So it's quite the compliment for me. And so when I started to hear that, it just started making me think of how nice it would be if the 
you know, you could fall asleep while listening to it. And also I thought about children that wake up in the middle of the night. Parents were telling me, well, sometimes my child wakes up in the middle of the night. You know, I don't really feel like reading the book again in the middle of the night. So I also love empowering children. So I started wondering how it would be if they could actually just turn it on, listen to it and fall asleep at their leisure without even needing to involve a parent, which is always a beautiful thing, but parents are not always available to do that. And children can also read the book and follow along and hear it as well. And then in the middle of the night, if they wake up, they can, you can teach your children to just turn it on. And it's, it empowers them to put themselves back to sleep, which is a whole nother level when you can take these techniques and you can internalize them and you can start to access them and utilize them when you know that you need it. That's wonderful. Sure. I mean, that, you know, there, there we go. Accessibility again. You know, the other thing in the back of my mind as a person who, you know, my, my position in life was as a literacy professor, you know, so I'm mm -hmm. thinking also when you said follow along with the book, I mean, there, there are also reading skills that you're and comprehension skills that are incorporated. Um, right, right. There's that, that whole aspect, I think, which is, which is so important, especially if, you know, in our, our audience, listening audience right now, that there are teachers who also wonder about how they might fit in. Uh, mm -hmm. And also, teachers, I go to classrooms quite a lot. I was with, um, uh, you know, some kindergarten kids recently, I think kindergarten and first grade combined, and they, I was hoping we could have had some kind of relaxation you know, going on, process going on, because the whole room was pretty hyperactive. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So, And let me just say that also the um, Indigo Dreams series, which is Indigo Dreams, Indigo Ocean Dreams, Indigo Teen Dreams, Indigo Dreams for Adults, they have each have four of the techniques on it or four of the stories and also a music track. So the child can also just listen to music or if they get through all the stories, they can continue to hear the relaxing music. And they also come in Spanish. So there's also a lot of the um, bilingual teaching going on as well with the stories written in Spanish and English and also the audio in Spanish and English. Wonderful. Great. I love that. I mean, that's, that's so necessary these days. You know, our populations are changing and there we go. You know, that, what a great support that is. You're also the author of, I'm going to, now this is a long title. I love it. Stress-Free Kids, A Parent's Guide to Helping Build Self-Esteem, Manage Stress, and Reduce Anxiety in Children. I say it's a highly practical, deeply sensitive, and strikingly inspiring book for parents. I'll add, for anyone concerned with young people's well-being. In your book, you write, today's children are exposed to unprecedented types of stress now, why do you believe this? Well, I think especially with this, what has been happening in the last few months, I think we've reached even a, a higher level of stress in, in our society. But there's, there's so many reasons of uh, just being, being plugged in all of the time. Uh, the, now the online learning, e-learning is causing additional stresses, staying quarantined and being at home with each other much longer period of time, parents being put in the position of having to now homeschool uh, to some level, children having fears around 
catching the virus, less, less downtime. When I was growing up, you know, we would go outside to play and just be home for dinner during the summer. That's a, really a thing of the past. Most children have supervision constantly. So all of these things add up to having additional stress. Yeah, that's so true. And especially now, I mean, I, I, I came across a, um, a, a book list from the American Library Association about books that comfort and, and that struck me, you know, that right now, when, and then when I was thinking of asking you this question about your own book, your own guide, that um, it's, it's, there's a great deal of comfort in your book for parents. That's what I felt, you know, that you were supporting me. Thank uh, you. Know, you. Over, over Thank and you. over again. Yeah, no, I, I just felt that way. And I think it's a very powerful story. A book, I'm going to, I told you, I'm going to send it to my son. Um, Thank you. So... Well, I think what's a, what I think is unique about this this book, Stress Free Kids: A Parent's Guide, is that it is like everything I do. It's sharing truth and my experience, and it's share and my heart. So there's even a section where I call Lori's lessons, where you know I share actual things that our family experienced and how we handled it and what we learned from it. And I think what's so important. You know, stress management, incorporating stress management into your family's life, it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be like going to a class. It shouldn't be like studying anything. It should become something that if you open your mind and you, you apply a bit of mindfulness with being in the moment and, and looking for, it's almost like a game, looking for little opportunities throughout the day where you can incorporate a technique for stress management or mindfulness, um, it becomes, it's not a chore. It becomes a playful, fun part of your family's dynamics. And it goes such a long way. And it's something that goes with children throughout their lives as they become teenagers and they're experiencing the stress of college or test taking. And um, then as a parent, they, they can incorporate and pull from this just like they learn to brush their teeth, mm -hmm. you know, it becomes automatic. Oh my God. Well, that's, I just, I love the way you're talking about that because I think, you know, just, just thinking that it can on the moment uh, in those precious moments, you know, when you're washing the, doing the dishes after dinner or something. And just, I just think that it's, it's so important for you to talk about this because a lot of people I would imagine feel like, Oh, this is a new burden. Oh no, there's more for me to do here, you know, as a parent. And I can't, I can't handle anymore. But the way you're saying it, I mean, we just incorporate it, you know, mm -hmm. in, into life so that it becomes a pattern. And I mm -hmm. think that is so valuable. I, I wonder, um, you brought up uh, COVID-19, the virus. Oh, do you have advice for parents, for families, let's say, as they live through a stressful hazardous time like this? Well, I think that parents set the tone for the family and for the children. So I think it's important to first have a little self-awareness and check yourself. You know, how am I feeling about this? Am I full of fear? You know, fear is something that causes feelings of stress and is easily transferred to children. So they can pick up on your feelings of fear and stress. And that then 
can amplify in a child because if they feel like their parents are are fearful then they really need to be fearful right if an adult is fearful then they really need to be fearful so it's it's important i think to to talk about things to do some breathing before you talk to the children about it to always tell them that you know this is what's happening with age appropriate information this is what we're doing and this is the end positive result because children need to see that there is some sort of plan uh, that's empowering and then also have an end game of knowing there is a positive outcome because that if you don't you have a whole space of emptiness that is usually filled with negative outcomes or fear-based outcomes and i think that's just human nature to go there so it's nice to present it in in that way well, yes and, and once again it's very supportive um you know and uh you know i sometimes in in literature we talk about the the happy ending and I don't, we're not, I don't think we're moving in the right, that direction, but I think we're moving into what I love about what you just said is we're moving into something more positive, that there are ways of being positive, even when we're working through a very hazardous time. And that, mm -hmm. that, that's very, that's extremely supportive. Why, why is breathing such a vital technique for you? Well, breathing, first of all, is the first thing we're, first and last things we do when we when we enter this this world and it automatically breathing automatically supports life itself and it's something that we do innately nobody has to teach us how to take a breath we just do it voluntarily or we do it without thinking about it and it supports our emotional our spiritual and our physical well-being so it is free Again, it's, I love how this word accessibility keeps coming up in our conversation. Uh, I, I think that's the first time this, that word has been so prevalent in a, in a talk I've had. But it's accessible, and it's free, and it's easy, and it's powerful. And it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. So it's so easy to learn when you now just, by just focusing on your breathing, by just putting attention onto your breathing, you don't even need to learn a technique at that point. All you're doing is putting your attention on it and you will already start to gain benefits from using breathing. And one of those benefits is to feeling calmer and more relaxed. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Okay. So would you kindly demonstrate one good breathing technique that you would share with our listeners? Sure. Um, again, this technique is in A Boy and a Bear, and it's also in Sea Otter Cove, where sea otters and a child together experience what I call belly breathing. So this is taking, focusing on your breathing to an, the next step, which would be to try to send your breath into your belly uh, by using your diaphragm. So a lot of the stressed out breathing we do is shallow breathing or where your chest is is going up and down with your breath when you're more relaxed and if you put your hand on your chest and put your hand on your belly and you take a deep breath in through your nose and just focus on seeing if you can feel your belly extend a little bit like a balloon so breathe in and then breathe out breathe in and make an audible Ah, and kids love that, by the way. 
Oh, I bet. <laughs> they love they love the ah sound. I love the ah sound. Yeah. When we just did those two breaths, the first one without an ah sound, for me, I felt the stress leaving on the second one more with the with the ah sound. And yeah. sometimes and kids love to yell and they laugh, you know, ah, you know, who cares? It's great. It's a release of stress and it's getting them involved. And it's a breath that they can do anytime anywhere you can also just do in and out through the nose if you're in a situation where a public situation where you don't want to say ah and this is something you could do with your children every day before bedtime during the middle of the day anytime you want to sit down and you say you know what i'm feeling a little stressed i'm going to sit down and focus on my breathing for a minute so that you announce to your children that you're doing it you they you are then demonstrating that you are doing the breathing and often the children will follow along or even a, a young child will climb up onto your lap and feel you do the breathing or a baby um, i would do that breathing holding my infant and eventually it became almost like a relaxation response for my my baby because they recognize that as a calming breathing I like to hear that because then I'm thinking you, before you were saying how in stressful situations, the more stressed we are with our children and they become that much more stressed, you know, and here, here we're going the very opposite, you know, we're just saying, well, you know, if you demonstrate this, if you start talking about it as something that's a, a natural part of our life, then um, how, how pleasant is that? And also what kind of an influence does it have on the children that, you know, we're surrounded by? And I, again, I'm thinking about, classroom teachers as well and the kind of stress that they face each day and uh wouldn't it be wonderful you know and i I'm, i would i would love to find out more about this if it, it, because meditation and mindfulness are have become so commonplace in a sense that i wonder if there are schools you know that are incorporating some type of you know relaxation techniques that you're recommending and that, oh, there are there are and i mean i do have a curriculum and it is very easy it can be used by parents or teachers and again it uses the stories so the stories um actually do the work for you and then there's activities and there's um printables that you can do to support learning these techniques and they are allowed to be in the school and i do encourage teachers especially before test taking or or making transitions to start to use some of these techniques and what i hear is that children once they know the stories you can also start to refer or they actually started to refer to breathing as um, let's do our angry octopus breathing let's breathe like the bear you know, let's do our turtle colors. And so the teacher can also reference that and say, okay, everybody, do, let's do our boy and a bear breathing. And it just makes it even more playful and more relatable uh, for everybody involved. Great. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, in a sense, I, I forgot to mention it. And so there is that curriculum that I saw on your website. And uh, oh, by the way, everyone, the website is www.stressfreekids.com. And, and that's, that's an, uh, a valuable place to go to because there's so much information for guiding us toward these techniques to uh, increase the well-being. That's what I kept thinking to myself is that 
your your goal is the well-being of children and parents you know and that's so laudable what do you hear from parents and professionals say counselors and psychologists about their experiences using your stress-free management techniques i love getting feedback first of all so anybody that is listening that has used one of my stories or does use one of my stories, please do write a a review on Amazon or send me a note because I do, I do read those and it does actually inspire me to keep doing what I, what I do. I've actually even received some letters I've received. I've had a pen pal class. And so anyway, I get a lot of feedback and what I hear is, how relatable it is, how it doesn't matter the age of the child, it doesn't matter the gender, the child either relates to the animal in the story or the child in the story. And they immediately, without being told what to do, they follow along. And feedback I have gotten is I had a parent tell me that just one story with one technique benefited their child more than many sessions of counseling Mm -hmm. and not that I'm saying uh, counseling is great also. And in counseling, they also usually want to empower children by teaching them how to manage big emotions and self-calm and self-soothe. So the counselors also love how easy this makes it for them, not only to work with the child in the office, but then for to send them home where the child can continue using the story with the book or by listening to the download. And the more the child uses it, the more they now start to transfer it into their lives. And I have had feedback where a child has said to a parent, mom, you're an angry octopus. You need to go, you need to go read the story, you know? And <laughs> I love that. That's terrific. Yeah, I get a lot of that, by the way. A oh, lot sure. of that. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, and you know, because the kids, once they see something that is so powerful for them and that they, that they can do, you know, something that, that they can just get up and do and share, then then they're going to be sharing it with their friends. And of course, they're going to be bringing it home. I think that's hysterical. (laughs) It is. And first of all, most parents will laugh. So it immediately diffuses the situation. But then, you know, they see that they're right and that they too can use uh, progressive muscle relaxation and use their breath to to be calm. And when after practicing with a child, where say on the way to school, that's where I developed affirmations was uh, one of my children had to work on certain things at school. And so we would develop affirmations and use them on the way to school to set him off on the right foot of with the right intentions and feeling empowered that those things can be achieved. Um, And that is the story um, Affirmation Weaver and Affirmation Web and Mm -hmm. Affirmation Weaver. Weaver, I have one, I have a school in New York that they send me pictures every year and letters from the children um, after they make their own Affirmation Web with wool and they say the affirmations and they write to me and tell me how much they loved it and how good it feels to say positive statements. So as many ways as an author that you can connect and to get feedback, which feeds your soul, you know? Yes. Yes. And, and, and motivates, you know, keeps you going. I mean, I, I also like to hear, you know, from kids who read my stuff, you know, and then 
uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, want to know where it came from, you know, or what were some of the most difficult things I had to face as a writer or whatever. It's, that's all very supportive and uh, keeps us going. Right. And you know what? I recommend that uh, any author that is writing whatever grade, middle school, high school, elementary school, you can actually connect with your local school and other and ask to be a pen pal author um, and ask that they read your story and that then they can communicate with you and ask you questions. And you can either answer with by writing back, or you can now with so much Zoom happening, you can you can set up a Zoom visit. And I think it's very, it is very inspiring for authors. And I think that it really does motivate you and inspire you to, to get that kind of live feedback. And plus you're giving back, you're giving so much by uh, having created an opportunity for the children or teenagers to communicate directly with an author. Right. Yeah. And they, the teachers tell me that they'll, they'll say things like, well, the, well, when the kids write me the notes, they'll say, well, I was in a middle school and they kept writing, well, you're very inspiring. And I thought I am, you know, <laughs> it was just you know, talk about an affirmation. And I thought, let me jump up and click my heels. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I want, I'd like to know, uh, as we come to our ending here, can you tell us about projects you're involved in, in the days ahead? So I will say my last, my last project, which I'm very proud of, was I wrote a book for Scholastic. And they, you know, mindfulness, and I'm just so excited about it because mindfulness has become so mainstream that Scholastic did a, a series that is addressing mindfulness for, for young children. So that was my last book that I released. I also did I came to, this is just fun. I didn't plan on saying this, but this is fun because it's my, we started with my story and to come full circle, uh, my son that inspired me to write my first story when I, he was five years old, he collaborated with me on Angry Octopus coloring book called Angry Octopus Color Me Happy, Color Me Calm. And he, we came full circle and he, as a young man, worked with me on this, this book. So that is oh, just a real heart opener for me to have that full circle story. But coming up, I mean, I work with my husband quite a bit with his company called Stress-Free Book Marketing, stressfreebookmarketing.com. And what happened, because I'm so active, especially on Twitter, I meet so many people that are wanting to be an author or are an author or just released a book or planning to release a book. And we, I found that a lot of them were getting taken advantage of. And when I would go to my husband and tell him the stories of my friends and what was happening, what happened is he eventually said, you know, this is ridiculous. You're People are paying too much money. I, I want to help people do this because he has been the engine behind my 12 books and getting them out there to the world. So now I, I work along with my husband in helping other authors get their books out there, get them published, get their message out in a way that is affordable and makes sense to them. And we love, we love helping people. Well, I know that, and I, I should I should mention here too to everyone listening that I am very active with um, uh, Rick and Lori in terms of a stress-free 
book marketing because I'm one of their clients. And it has been such an eye-opener to me and so helpful in uh, teaching me how to navigate the world of, you know, of, of marketing. And it's, it's, um, it's been a joy. Oh, I, that's wonderful. Yeah, well, no, it is. I, I just, I, I tell Rick this all the time, and you now too. <laughs> now, everyone, you can learn more about Lori Light and her mission on her website, as I mentioned it, www.stressfreekids.com, where you'll also find games and activities such as word searches, coloring pages, crossword puzzles, and a whole lot more. Lori, it has been a total Sunday morning joy. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you so much for the work you do, the influence you have in people and children and in their families. I mean, it's been, it's been such, an, such a wonderful learning experience for me. I, I, have, um, I walk away with a great deal of inspiration from you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Anthony. And I, also, I too, I feel inspired today. So thank you. Thank you. Well, have a, have a wonderful day and thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.